right. Hello, entrepreneurs. Joe Gachara, CPA extraordinaire. Coming to you live from downtown Levittown, New York. That's right, folks. I am in the USA still, Long Island, New York. Uh, Dan used to be on this continent. Uh, my friend Dan Meyer here is a is a rock star in the Philippines. We're going to get right into it. I, I'm not going to cut any any corners here. We're going to go right into it, Dan. Sure. How are you? Thank you for uh, doing this on such short notice. Uh, no problem. Happy to be here. Yeah, I am. I'm here in now the Philippines. Yep. Yes. So yeah, yeah. let's. Uh, so I, I, we connected on one of these virtual uh, webinars, which was kind of strange for me because I said, "Wow, this is uh, doesn't look like there's too many people here." There was only like fifteen or twenty people in, in the in the meeting, and then it turned out it was uh, a webinar where like I only saw the panelists, so I was like. <laughs> Oh my God! There's actually people watching this. I think yeah, there were hundreds. Of people. Yeah. Anyway, yeah. Uh, that was interesting. So I and you know the truth is I, I learned uh, a long time ago from one of my friends. It doesn't matter how many people are in the room. You show up. You give your best. You you put your best effort in. And that was I was like, oh man, I'm glad that I I didn't you know, foul up. Well, I could have fouled up. I don't know. But anyway, I got to meet you. I was impressed mm. with, with how you presented yourself. I know that you're a leader in, in what you do. Uh, most importantly, which is what really brought us uh, together for this event that we're doing on December 10th, mm -hmm. is that you, you work with a lot of freelancers in the yes. Philippines. So let's uh, let's sort of re reverse engineer this. Uh, let's mm -hmm. go with what what exactly are you doing? Who do you work with? And and then you could tell me how you wound up living in the Philippines. Sure. So um, basically, uh, what I do is I connect Filipino virtual assistants with American business clients, and so I uh, I, I look for American business owners who need to uh, delegate some things to uh, be able to grow their business. And I find the right Filipino uh, VA to, to do those tasks, whether it be video editing or graphic design or social media management, we, we kind of a matchmaker. And I've been doing this for about 10 years and it was an offshoot of uh, why I first came here, which was uh, I was hired, uh, well, the company I was working for sent me over here um, to uh, do training um, for an uh, outsourcing effort they were setting up. And this was back in 2011. And when I got here, I loved it here so much. And I realized that I could just do it myself. So I left my former employer, set up my first company and have been here ever since. So what did they, they you bought a one way ticket there? Basically, I mean, I didn't originally, but yeah, you know, I, 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 I've always had an affinity for the Philippines. A lot of my friends growing up in California were either Filipino or, or um, their parents had immigrated from the Philippines. Um, so I, I, I know a lot about the country and the culture. And when I got here, all the good things were even better than I expected. And I've learned how to deal and tolerate with any of the things that aren't so great. Um, but overall, yeah, I'm just happier here. Some people here, they're, they're, they're afraid I might not come back to the United States. So <laughs> we'll, we'll see what happens. Uh, I do. Yeah. I love the Philippine people. 
you know, and I tell people I've been <clears throat> trying to scale my business for decades, not not mm. months, years, uh, but literally decades. I've been doing remote accounting for probably as as soon as I found out there was a remote desktop protocol. I said, oh, if I don't have to drive somewhere, I'm in. <laughs> mm. So, yeah. you know, once my uh, my coach, Larry Broughton, introduced me to uh, actually as a business, it's called Hire My VA, and he mm. taught me how to hire uh, freelancers in the Philippines. And in two years, Dan, I've more than tripled my business. That's awesome. And it's all because of the people and, and my my teammates and you'll get to meet all of them uh not too not too far away so you yep. you came from california is yes. that where you were born and raised yes what, it was yeah part of california uh the san francisco bay area um primarily oh. the east bay yep nice it's beautiful area yeah it is yeah you I, know i see i, I, I used I, to I, have when i started doing the video i had the 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 Golden Gate Bridge behind me. And I think one of our accounting director, Lou, still uses that. I was like, we have actually branded bedrock backgrounds. Are you still using the, the, the San Francisco thing? Hmm. But, cool. uh, so you've been there for a while. Okay. Yes. And so you've been all over the country, you told me, right? I have. So when, when we connect, you're going to have to give me some travel tips on, on where I, I should go. Oh, you know, I'm only going to be there uh, for about 12 days, I think. It's going to be a very full 12 days. <laughs> so, yes. A lot to do. Yes. Yeah. And the, I'm trying to figure out, and I know I'll get through with the time difference, but I'm like, I just won't sleep for a couple of days, and then it'll all work out. Uh, yep. So the event that we're putting on, it's really, it's called uh, Jumpstart Your Freelance Career. And I'll tell you the truth. I'm telling, you know, I do courses for people there. I'm teaching them how to do, you know, accounting and U.S. taxes. Uh, and I'm getting the feeling, I said, you know, stop calling yourself freelancers because that right. really doesn't uh, say what you do. Right. You know, it's sort of like, uh, you know, I drive a car. Or, you know, it doesn't really describe what people do. Would you agree with that? I would agree. Actually, uh, when I'm in the U.S. talking to clients there, I never use the word freelancers. But here in the Philippines, among the Filipino VA community, um, there's a certain pride that comes with being a freelancer. So it's definitely having to know which audience you're speaking to when you use that term. Interesting. Interesting. Okay. So I, I could see that. I guess it, is it a sense of pride because it's like they're, they're claiming their freedom? Yes. Yeah. They're trying to escape the uh, normal career path of just about every Filipino, which is go to school and then find a job in a good company. Um, it's very much how the U.S. May, maybe was, you know, 30, 40 years ago. I was um, going to say, that sounds like what yeah. I, when I went to school, you know, was, yep. you know, if you'll be successful, you work hard, you study and you get a good job. Yep. That's the message every <laughs> Filipino here is growing up here now. Really? So, okay, yes. I, could, I could definitely relate to that. So the people that, that are on my team, it's it's almost like some of them, like Kareen, uh, didn't realize that they could actually uh, work from home. And it's it's almost like COVID uh, freed millions and millions of people. Mm -hmm. Absolutely. Okay. Yep. 
Um, yeah, I, I found that b before a lot of people um, were just figuring out the outsourcing industry, working in call centers primarily um, as a way to kind of get out of the normal uh, expectations. And then when uh, the pandemic and a lot of the, out the call centers were forced to go to a hybrid model um, where they'd be able to let their people work from home. And so, like you said, it's opened up uh, millions of people's eyes to the opportunity yeah. they now have about working for themselves and doing it from the comfort of their home. So tell me, you know, I like to, <clears throat> one of my, uh, my uh, missions in life, and I, I, I didn't realize this until really recently, is I like to empower people. Mm -hmm. I like to show them, listen, this is how you can make money. Uh, and I've done. I've been trying to do that with American entrepreneurs for for thirty years, you know. Mm -hmm. uh, and now it's almost like I I get a sense of, uh, and you know what I'm saying when you connect mm -hmm. somebody with with a, a a business. What it could be a position, it could be a client, but don't you, you get that feeling of you know I made a difference. Yes, absolutely. And, and that's why I do this. It's like, it's a win-win on both sides. You know, the client is able to scale their business. And when I see a client become even more successful with the help of a VA, it, it, it's why I do what I do. But even more so here in the Philippines, um, I get a, just a sense of this is why I'm here when I'm able to empower somebody to have a lifestyle and provide, you know, a consistent income for themselves and their family that before they met me, they didn't know they could have. And when that happens, it reminds me why I'm here on earth. Ah, locked up. Damn. Oh, uh, I'm, helping, like locked up. I'm, I'm sorry. I, I think I froze for a second. Did I freeze? Anyway, no, I let's keep going. Okay, let's keep going. <laughs> but you know, the way I look at it is I'm helping people on both sides of the world because I know that American business owners need good accountants mm. uh, and they need all the other positions that, that you talk about. Uh, mm -hmm. And in the end, I think that we just connect people. And that, that's exactly. Uh, so now in our in our uh, one day uh, event on December 10th, your topic is going to be uh, how to land U.S. clients, right? Mm -hmm. So give us the, the short version. How exactly, because I know you know Marianne, and I love the way Marianne breaks it down for people. Yes. Uh, how do you break it down? Sure. So I think that a lot of Filipinos um, have a lot of uh, limiting beliefs about how they should uh, approach of looking for a, a client. And a lot of they don't translate well to Americans, especially small business owners who are super busy and doing things on a shoestring and trying to just get everything done in a part time. And, and so you need to be very aware of that when you apply. So things like making sure your resumes positioned to really get their attention, uh, understanding how to really nail the interview when you have one. I spend a lot of time focusing on things like that, things that are, are simple, but if you're brought up here in the Philippines and your whole idea is the way you do it is to apply for a corporate job here in the Philippines and you use that same methodology to look for American clients, you're going to misfire. And so I, I talk a lot about how you can do these things 
that I talk about, like, you know, in the interview process and your resume, that will give you a much better chance of success when you do uh, look for American clients. What do you think? So what is your typical American client looking for? These large businesses or these startups, you know, bootstrapping or are they everything in between? Right. So most American clients that are looking for a VA, a single VA, um, they're small business owners, if not solopreneurs. A lot of them are, you know, network marketers, business coaches. They have an online business. Um, they're doing things either as a sideline or they just left a job to set up this business. That's kind of the niche that I, that I work with. Um, I've done a lot of big to big outsourcing, but those generally don't attract a lot of what we would call freelancers here in the Philippines. You're looking for people that want to work in a small, if not one-to-one relationship. And, and so understanding that dynamic, um, knowing those clients well, because I'm one of them. And then also during the pandemic, I, I spent a lot of time uh, going around and talking to small business owners and learning, you know, even more what they need and making sure when I come back here to the Philippines, I find exactly the solution to their challenges. Yeah. So we're definitely in the same, in the same ocean. <clears throat> because, you know, in my research, <clears throat> what was it, about 2017, I think I came across this term, uh, non-employer firms. Mm-hmm. And I got that from the Small Business Administration. And I always assume that, uh, well, those are just corporations without any employees. Well, it's it's not smart to assume anything. I learned the, the hard <laughs> way. I had been looking at that literally for decades, you know, I'm an entrepreneur. I was always trying to find, okay, where are my people? Where do I find Mm -hmm. them? And then I said, well, what do they mean by non-employer firms? And what they mean are sole proprietors. Mm -hmm. And there's over 26 million of them. And I said, oh my God, those are the people that need the most help. They shouldn't be classified. And I'm talking about for tax purposes. Mm -hmm. Uh, So now you could be a solopreneur and still own a corporation. Yes. But these are people that are even before they're a corporation, so they're unorganized. Uh, and like you said, they're, they're unorganized. They, they just left a, a full-time job. They, they left. I've had clients from academia, they, mm-hmm. and they get shell-shocked, right? Yes. And they really have no idea what, what to do. And my experience is they don't even really know what they need. Is that? Exactly. I feel that, the same. So that poses a problem uh, because if you got somebody trying to hire somebody and they don't even know what they need, so you're applying for a position where you don't even really know what they want you to do. Right. <laughs> that's yep. not a formula. Yep. It's, a, it's a recipe for disaster. <laughs> right. So that's why I love what Marianne does is she actually, and this is what I, I try to train our, our accounting students. I said, the American entrepreneur and I hate to say this, but it's the truth. I said, think of them like three-year-olds. Mm. They don't know what they, they they want, what they want, when they want it, and then they get it, and then they don't want it anymore because mm-hmm. they don't really know. And you know, it's it's frustrating as an entrepreneur. Okay, and we've all we've all been there. I didn't know how to scale my business. That was frustrating. Until mm-hmm. I got somebody that told me, listen, these are the steps. And that's really what they need. So I think yes. uh, one thing, uh, and I keep saying about Marianne, because I like the way that she 
uh, approaches the interview. She says, "Can I? Can you? Can I get? Can you give me a minute to so I could explain my onboarding process?" Mm-hmm. And she takes control of the interview, mm-hmm. and that that's what I think they want. Right. Uh, is that what you you see the same thing there? Right, and that's a big part of what I do is that um, I first uh, meet with a client and kind of get an idea of, of do they know what they want? And if it is something that we can easily do, um, or is it something that we have to help them discover and figure out and it will take more time and effort and kind of decide that before I bring in the VA that I will match with them. And, and that's really where I think my success comes from is that trying to figure out you know what it is the client does best and then find the VA to do everything else. And for that, uh, it takes knowing both sides really well. And I think, you know, when you have a process where you onboard a client, um, it's easier for the client, uh, especially a first time outsourcer, somebody who's never tried this before. Uh, And it's better for the VA because they have uh, a framework to work within. I mean, I I couldn't imagine uh, how people every day go out there and Google, I need a virtual assistant and pick something that pops up and then goes with it and it works. I mean, it's like. You're, you're talking about a, a crapshoot. Um, it, oh it's, I was gonna say, yeah. when does that work? It never worked I, for me. I, I, don't, I don't know <laughs> if it ever does. I mean, occasionally I hear somebody say, oh, I had, found this VA and it works great. But most of the time it's like, oh, I had a VA, it didn't work out, or the VA ghosted me, or I couldn't, they didn't speak good enough English. Or, so I take away all that, right? So when I match the person, and the business owner with the VA, I've already screened both to make sure that it, it's a good chance of success. So okay, yeah. that, that's a great. So you really, and I was going to ask you that. It sounds like you're coaching the the client too. Yes. So yes. that because you want them both, to, you want to you want to create a good match. So it's a win win. Yeah. yeah, I mean, you know, my I, business is built on on. I was going to say my business is built on on referrals, um, and it comes from long term relationships where I find a, a match that lasts. And and every time I mismatch, which doesn't happen very often, when it does, it means I got to start over again. And so, you know, I've been doing this long enough that the success comes when you have those long-term relationships that lead to referrals and, and that takes care of your business for itself. Oh uh, yeah, without a doubt. I'd say over 80% of our new new business clients come from referrals. Yep. And once they, you know, and I teach this to our students because they said there's really no shortage of accounting clients out there. I could run the numbers by, and I'm like, this is like shooting fish in a barrel. All you got to mm-hmm. do is, is be in the right position. Right. Uh, so now, do you have uh, a uh, like a, a guide? How do you, so let's say I, I'm an American business owner. I know I'm in over my head. I have no idea. I need help with my social media. Do you have mm-hmm. like some kind of questionnaire that you're going to send me? How do you onboard me? So, I mean, there's, there's two ways we do it. Most of the way I do it myself, um, it does limit the ability I can scale, but it keeps it more intimate and it allows me to have more uh, room to work with people that I want to work with. So I, I basically go through an assessment um, with them uh, in, our, in our first conversation. And then after that, whether it be a chat conversation or a, a Zoom meeting, um, I get a sense of, of what the scope of, of the work will be. And I find that that works, but I, I do know that there are bigger organizations out there that are more, you know, VA companies. They have screening processes that, you know, have forms and, and do all that kind of stuff. And I see the value in that. 
Um, but I just prefer to keep it, you know, where I can have a, a finger on on all the new clients coming in. Yeah, there's nothing. So you're you're like a mom and pop shop. Exactly. You know, happily. And, and honestly, <laughs> Bedrock is growing, but I want to I want to keep it like that. You know, we we're we're cut from the same cloth. I mean, everything's mm. about the relationships. Uh, exactly. So it's almost like we're creating pockets, like teams, like mini bedrock businesses. Yes. And each each client gets actually two accounting specialists. And and it's a formula, you know, once you got a formula, if you've been doing mm -hmm. it successfully and it works and just don't break it if it's not broken. Uh, don't exactly. fix it if it's not broken, right? That, exactly. So let me do this, Dan. Uh, first, I want to, you know, people to how do people reach out to you? Uh, can you can you put it in the, in the chat there? I don't sure. have any email because they they usually do it. Uh, so the best way really is is to look for me on Facebook or on YouTube, and all you got to do is look for Dan Meyer, virtual staffing expert. Um, okay. just, it'll come up. Uh, my YouTube channel is a good resource if you looking to hire a virtual assistant or just trying to figure out more about what this whole thing is all about. I've got a lot of videos out there that will help you figure out how to hire and, and manage a VA. Um, oh, if you wanna, yeah, and if you want to work with me directly, you know, find me on Facebook or, or send a message to me through the comments um, and uh, we'll set something up. Uh, I think that, you know, uh, the biggest thing that I can do to help uh, clients is just get started, is figure out what are the two or three things they need to do to get something rolling, to get some things off their plate, to free up a little bit of their time so they can think bigger and better. And, and that's really where I like to start with clients. And so, yeah, reach out to me on Facebook and follow my YouTube channel. Best way to get a hold of me. Okay, awesome. I'll have to check you out on, on, the, on YouTube. <clears throat> I love uh, resources where I could actually, because, you know, we get, I, I'm looking for accounting clients, but what happens is that my clients say, oh, I need a, a social media person i need mm -hmm. this and <clears throat> just getting to the point where and that's why we started match accounting talent mm -hmm. because they said oh my god so we have all these students now and i know there's accountants that need them and i just got an email from we we did our first match and she's like you told me you were going to send me a rock star and you did thank you so much oh good you know this is just the start this mm -hmm. is just a start. But now we I want to create some kind of uh, community, however it is, because all of our clients are like they're all in the same, you know, they're they're solopreneurs. We target mm -hmm. those 26 million sole proprietors yep. and, and they all need help one way or yes. another. You know, and and I like the fact that you you would be a good it would be great to say, listen, just connect with my friend Dan Meyer here. Uh, uh, if we can work that out. Yeah. Yeah. And we'll be happy, so, you know, to, to do the same thing. I've actually, every time I get a client who wants any kind of bookkeeping help, I actually go to uh, Marianne's group and <laughs> recruit from there. Um, oh, and yeah. I'd She's be been, happy to do something more formal with you as well. Um, yeah. It would be a great win win. Oh, yeah. Anytime, like, whenever we could connect anybody, uh, and it's, a, it's amazing, uh, you know, we could connect people literally across the globe now there's no mm -hmm. geographic limitations it just opens up a whole new world for businesses yes and, uh, you know we i could go on forever 
we don't have forever. But what I did was I right. posted a link to our event. I hope that I'm going to get to spend some time with you there. You know, we have a wine and cheese uh, party. Yeah, I'll be there for the whole the whole thing. Okay, awesome. So we'll get to chat, and it's it's really a pleasure and an honor to get to connect with you, and you'll be my my American tour guide when I get there. So <laughs> Let's I'll be, go. I'll be leaning on you. All right. Thank you, everyone. We did have we had a bunch of uh, followers, so yeah. And I will circle back on Facebook. I'll respond if anybody has any questions about the event. If you want to connect with Dan, this this is another good way to do it. All right. Okay. Thank you, everyone. Cool. That's that's Thanks our story. Time. We're sticking with it. And then. Uh,